Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. On this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall, we're going to find out who your dynamic hosts are, what is the Nailed It Wall, and how do we celebrate failure in the classroom. Welcome to episode one of the Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. I'm Mrs. Schofield. And we're so excited to be joining you. For years, we've been talking about starting our own podcast, where we celebrate all of our successes, all of our failures, where we have students on talking about all the cool things they're doing in the classroom setting. That's right. For a long time, we were trying to figure out how do you really express that with other educators, like taking failure and using that as more of a learning tool and just as a growing thing for us as teachers as well. Yeah, a little bit our hosts. I've uh, just finished my 10th year of teaching, uh, taught 5th grade science for 5 years, 8th grade science, 3rd grade, short little stint, 2 and a half years teaching 3rd grade. I learned a lot about the self-contained classroom. Uh, in the past 2 years, I've been doing uh, STEM computer science uh, elective for 1st through 8th grade. Yeah, I'm way more of a newbie to this. This is my second year that I just finished teaching eighth grade science. I teach a STEM elective and um, I run an all girls computer science and STEM club called the Moxie Girls. So I'm much more new to this and I have tons to learn. And with all that being said, this past year, uh, we both, we love to share everything that we do in the classroom, whether it be on Twitter, YouTube, at conferences, things like that. Uh, we've had the opportunity to speak on equity in STEM, uh, getting people excited about STEM uh, opportunities. Uh, so something that we really enjoy is kind of presenting at these different conferences, doing all these fun things, and just kind of getting out there and meeting all these people. And we thought this would just be the great medium uh, where we can kind of do this. And this past year, the most exciting thing that we did, um, we've, another thing that we've talked about for years and kind of like, that's why we enjoy this, because all of a sudden we're doing all those things that we've been talking about and we're, we're just going to make it happen this year. We want, uh, I remember the first time you told me, you're like, yeah, there's like this whole Google certification thing for teachers. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, we should do that. And, you know, that was four years ago. And this past year, uh, we went through uh, the Google uh, the Google Certified Educator Level 1 and Level 2. And by December, uh, we'd already taken the trainer course and become trainers. It was rapid fire for sure. Um, <clears throat> being able to kind of just jump into that and, and then also then taking that and then sharing that with other educators, we've been fortunate to turn our learning around and then share that with the people in our district and other people that we know, which has been an amazing opportunity. Yeah, this semester we taught our district's level one Google certification class. Uh, we had people from first grade taught all the way up to senior year in high school. Uh, just a great group of teachers and it was an awesome experience for us because I felt like we learned so much um, as people teach them about this type of technology, but kind of seeing how they take that technology and bring it back to their classroom. Yeah, and really, um, when you teach a class like that, you really have to be able to get people out of their comfort zone and help them understand that um, with anything that you're doing that's new, there's going to be a lot of failure and that that's not a barrier, that you kind of uh, jump in and you tweak things and um, you persevere. And then the outcomes that we saw people experiencing um, when they tried these new things were pretty remarkable. So we we're pretty fired up about that. 
Yes, and uh, I, I loved it. I mean, I, I encourage anyone if you're like thinking about it, like Casey Bell, she's amazing. Um, if you really want to get into the, the Google certification, um, she just posts all these amazing things, resources, her newsletter that she emails you. Like, uh, I always go through everything that she emails, and I learned so much just from that uh, Twitter professional learning network that's kind of really helped us um, grow as these trainers. But even with that being said, like. The whole trainer route was not something that, you know, we really set out to kind of do. You know, we're, we're enjoying it. But I think our ultimate goal is to kind of uh, go for that, that Google, uh, the Google innovator. That's right. It's like the, uh, the holy grail of Google. But it's much more where our mindset is. Like being able to be innovators and uh, really take your, yourself to a different level and be able to really impact the world with um, something that you're passionate about. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing. Like, I always think about computer code. All of a sudden, you can take something, you know, with a click of a button, and it can be anyone's hands around the world. And that's where we really hope this podcast kind of goes from there. Um, Even if it's only our parents subscribing to this, uh, we we would still think that's a success. I always think about when we do these digital projects, like, you know, we can always look back and think about, like, where did we start? Where did we become? You know, our kids can always look back and kind of listen to these things and be like, you know, have a good laugh or just kind of uh, hear our voice. You know, and when we were talking about, like, what did we want to talk about? You know, what, what represents us? What kind of is a name that um, is something that would really be something that resonates with us and something that we could speak to? You know, we went through a lot of different ideas and really the nailed it wall was something that we just kept kept coming back to I think because um, I know you've been really big on uh, celebrating failure um, in your class Um, talk a little bit about what you say to the fourth graders and the kids when they leave I mean I think from like day one like uh, I always remember that like I always taught the kids like think different you know and I'd always like play that apple commercial for my kids anytime like we go through these uh, scientific method um, and we kind of go through this process here and I would always embrace these kids that think different think outside the box embrace failure you know and that's what you do along the scientific method you kind of go back you restart um, and a lot of teachers are like wow you're, you're, you're teaching the students that it's okay to fail or you know just embracing this mentality of thinking different um, and one of my favorite things was uh, with my sixth graders we go through our science fair, we did the invention convention, and we'd always end it with my favorite Disney movie, Meet the Robinsons. Now, what, what is the motto, Meet the Robinsons? I won't lie, I've actually not seen that movie. Wow. Yeah, I, sorry. I, I'm <clears throat> barely insulted right now, yeah. but, but the whole thing is all about keep moving forward, you know, and like they sing the song, I would sing it to the kids, and they get so excited, and years later, they'd always come back to me, and they'd always talk about keep moving forward, keep moving forward. Sorry about singing. I'm not a singer. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think we can all agree that you, you nailed that. <laughs> uh, exactly. So, uh, you know, and, you know, like you want kids to take chances you want them to step out of their comfort zone and know that they can swing for the fences and and not be penalized by a grade or uh, something that's going to kind of hold them back and I think that's something that you know both of us have just you know really embraced as educators as parents as people yeah and you know when I was first starting last year you know trying to decide like specifically I'm teaching science so when you talk about the scientific method um, you know yeah failure is part of that but I don't really think that that's a highlighted part and it's not really something that a lot of teachers um, 
kind of promote, if you will. And so I really wanted that to be something that didn't hold kids up because, you know, we've been fortunate with the Moxie Girls and Ruth Rubik's Cube and other things that we did, um, even a Minecraft club. You know, when kids are willing to fail um, and take chances, then they're able to accomplish all of these great things. But their fear of that, um, about making a mistake, uh, you know, making a fool of themselves, it just is such a barrier to anything that's big and productive and um, just that next level. And so I really don't want that to be something that I had in my class. And especially, <clears throat> you know, teaching middle school kids, that's a huge issue. Nobody wants to make a fool of themselves. And so they really had to, you know, shift that mindset that that's not what's happening, but it's such an opportunity. And what you do with that opportunity is really what makes the difference. And then even with girls, you know, try, we're trying to get girls into STEM. We're trying to get girls into computer science and not being worried what people think, not getting hung up on, um, you know, well, what if I fail? That's huge. And so just being able to have the privilege of using that kind of as our platform for this is such a, an awesome um, opportunity, I think, that we were pretty pumped about. Yeah, totally. And uh, I think, you know, you want to talk about some of your highlights on the Nailed It wall. So tell us, like, what is the Nailed It wall? And, like, where is it in your classroom? Okay, so the Nailed It wall is something that, you know, based on uh, you and I having conversations about, you know, just celebrating failure. I wanted there to be, like, a visual representation of that somewhere in my classroom and just kind of uh, toyed around with different ways that would look. And I had this huge, huge bulletin board. And, again, as a new teacher, I'm like, what am I going to fill that with? Um, and so then I just thought, well, what, what if we make that an area that um, year after year you just continue to build on and it's like your highs and lows for everyone and um, stuff that you really illustrate to the kids you know you draw attention and if they accomplish something you take a picture or you put whatever it is up on that nailed it wall so like some of the things um, a huge huge thing on the nailed it wall this year was in my STEM exploratory I wanted the kids I wanted all the kids to solve the Rubik's Cube at least one time. And, you know, as a kid myself, I could never solve the Rubik's Cube when I was a kid. And then um, when my son had uh, Mr. Lane for third grade, that got Sam really fired up to try. And it took us months because clearly we don't mean, we had, we struggled with the booklet, I'll tell you. Um, but we finally accomplished it. And then from then, then that's something that I'm really passionate about. And I really love to go back to that. And I really enjoy solving the cube. And I wanted my kids to have that same sense of accomplishment. So, um, you know, every quarter I teach a new group and every quarter it, they solve the Rubik's Cube. And when they do, I'll take a Polaroid and, and I have them sign and date it and they put it up on the board. Um, but that's like one thing. There's also like, why don't you talk about the Samsung thing? <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and the thing about the nail the wall is like sometimes you nail things so great and sometimes you nail things so bad. You know, that, that's the, the phrase, nailed it. And I think like you were somebody that was like, you know, coined that phrase from the beginning. Like, you know, you'd always be like, nailed it, whether it be good or bad. Um, and even before like uh, that cooking show came out, I'm like, now there's a cooking show. So I, I give you credit for Total. like, for, uh, yeah, for, for coining the phrase, nailed it, and like kind of giving it that cachet. Um, I, I remember the the slip and slide you had in your backyard, and Ryan uh, just went full blast and completely <laughs> missed uh, missed the slide in the puddle. Uh, but then you just said nailed it, and that's kind of been something that's uh, you know defined like who you are and like what what it means to the kids. 
And I remember, our, like, I was just starting over the 3D printing last year, and, like, some project just went, That's like, right. crazy, and I wasn't paying attention to it. And you're like, oh, my goodness, you nailed that. And then and then you're like, I want to put this in the nailed it wall. And then you took it, and you stapled up to the nailed it wall, and all the kids were coming in. They're like, what is that? Like, <laughs> you're like, conversation. oh, it was. It was great. And even this year, it's just uh, we had uh, three amazing eighth graders. Uh, they were uh, among five finalists of middle school and high school students in the Samsung Solve for Tomorrow uh, competition. And these kids, they poured their hearts into it. They worked so hard, so many lunches that uh, they worked on the application, talking things through, meeting with um, business partners. And, you know, I think we took it harder than they took it. Took it, took, took it when we found out that uh, they were not moving on to the next round. They were not uh, the winners of Arizona. Um, and you, you in an instant, said, let's print this out, let's sign it, and let's put it up there. And, you know, it kind of hangs up there proudly and, you know, kind of gives the kids, you know, something to look at. And, you know, it's uh, this, this highs and lows of, you know, what, what makes STEM, science, computer science, every core subject great about, you know, you want those kids to kind of have uh, all those soft skills once they walk out of your classroom. Yeah. Well, and I love that whole Samsung thing because, um, you know, those girls did. They took a ton of pride in that. And they were, it was the day before we went on a break. I think it was Thanksgiving break. I think it was, that's what it was. And, um, <coughs> or maybe it was, I think it was Christmas. Christmas. It was Christmas. Christmas. I think we, we found, found out, out yeah, over yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, they, they made it into that. Um, but when when they were when they found out, they handled it so well. I mean, they were very disappointed. But when I said let's put it on the nailed it wall, they were really excited. And all three of them did it together, and they like made a big thing about it, and they wanted pictures of them holding it up and stapling up there, and um, and just being able to say to the kids like. Yeah. Okay. This is disappointing, and and we're we're all pretty bummed. However, we're glad we did it, and it doesn't prevent you. And I'm like, what's next? So then the conversation was like, well, what else could we do with this idea? It doesn't end here. That doesn't define um, your ideas, your abilities, and then just kind of like talking about where setbacks put you on the trajectory to go next. You know, and I thought that was pretty remarkable that they were able to. They're very amazing young ladies, um, but it was a good learning experience for other people too because they were privy to that conversation and they um, were pretty blown away by, you know, just their attitude and their ability to kind of process that. And that's where the name, the nail that wall comes from. You know, we wanted to celebrate. We were going back and forth, like trying to come up with names that are unique to us, like who we are, what we believe in, and for kids and. You know, we, we threw some bad names back and forth each other. They can't really come to mind. Can you think of any of the bad names that we had? Um, uh, no. Oh, wait, no, we had a good one, but it was already somebody's name. Okay. They don't come right. to me. Yeah. Right. Um, so we went back and forth, and all of a sudden, um, I don't know if I came up with it or you came up with it. A lot of times, we're going to go you back and forth. You always going to say that it was I'm, you. So I'm always going to try to take credit for it. <laughs> 100%. We, 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 we tend to go back and forth and be like, that was my idea. and usually mine yeah all right well uh the jury the jury's still out here um and you know i'm like what about the nailed it wall and that just kind of like spoke to everything we are and if you look on our on our cover art on as you download this podcast and kind of see uh the actual nailed it wall from this past year is is our backdrop for it and you know it's 
just something that we take great pride in. We, we love the name. Like, uh, we could not be more pumped to kind of be doing this under the name, the Nailed It Wall. And, I agree. Um, every time I go in there, I see something new posted, I, I smile. And because every little thing on there has a story, you know. It and um, it's just kind of, you know, I feel like what makes us unique as educators and um, it just, you know, what we love. I, I think back to like a... Um, you know, as teachers, we fail all the time, but very rarely do we like share those with students and tell them like, oh, this happened and this happened. I, I share those failures all the time with my kids and they love those stories. Like they're sitting on the edge of their seats and they're like, what happened next? And I'm like, I can't tell you the end till next time. And then they're losing their minds. Um, I think of the, um, I mean, I, I got some great failure stories, but you really do. I do, yeah. I do. I mean, it's, it's one thing I pride myself on. <laughs> Um, but then I think back to like, uh, in third grade, they do, um, scientists of the week and the student, awesome student, um, was doing, um, sewer lice. So trying to get the sewer lice going up and down and, you know, it just wasn't working. And this class is, you know, sitting on pins and needles, but all of a sudden they all just started clapping. They were like so excited. Like, they're like, you failed, you did it. And they're like, you're gonna learn from this. You know, you always learn more from failure. And it was just fun fun to hear like from such a young age. And I think as we teach more and more to the younger students, like that, that story came back to me. And the teacher was like, that was just like the sweetest moment, how they all rallied behind her. And you know, it was, it was, it was a great teacher moment, but it was just a, a great personal moment. Yeah. Well, and I think that, um, you know, for me, I, I also am pretty transparent with my kids about my failures. Um, I, you know, this year I tried to do, I try and channel my inner Mr. Lane, the STEM guy, and I tried to do the egg inertia um, trick, which you'll have to look up, a Steve Spangler thing. And uh, Lane does it with six eggs. And I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try. And it was my observation day. And, and I did it with four to be safe. And I, I did. I nailed that. And it was good. And then I said another period. Yeah, I really did. Hashtag. And, <laughs> um, but then I tried six. And I told the students, like, I'm going to try this. I know I can do four. Um, but I'm going to try six. And so I have to tell you, I really just eggs went flying and there was yolk everywhere I nailed four and then the other two did not go and so I thought well the rest of the periods I could just go back to four but then we just talked about it and I just said you know every period all right this is what I'm gonna do I'm not sure <coughs> how it's gonna go but I don't think that there's any uh any use in playing it safe and I know I can do four so we tried and you know I was able to get five of the six and one of my students came in after school and said I love that you tried to go for six. I heard from another classmate that you got five and you know, and you only got four in mine. So I was really excited about that. And just think, you know, like next week, if you kept trying, you'd probably get all six. And so like for me, that's the whole takeaway. So as a person, I definitely grow. But the excitement for that, for the kids to see like, that's not where it stops, that you just keep going. And then the other thing about the nailed it wall is not just the failures, but then that you take the time 
to celebrate successes because I had kids that did really amazing things for eighth grade students. You know, a, a, one kid got his professional um, referee license and it, he had to go like special camps for it and it took hours of certification and we took his picture and put that up with this card and then another one got his, um, I don't know, some kind of a diving certificate and it was hard. Like that's like scuba diving and it's pretty dangerous and, and he's certified now for something big and uh, it was just two people but like they were so proud to join that wall because they recognize it's like the highs and lows of eighth grade. Um, and so kids will come back and they look at that and they say, oh, you still have my stuff up. And I think it's important. Like we have to see these kids. We have to celebrate um, all of it and let them know that that's all important. Yeah, and so that's going to be that's going to be our story. We're going to talk about pop culture. Not that I really understand a lot of it. I pretend I do. Uh, our stories, like we're we're always, you know, everyone's like, you guys should have a TV show. You guys are so funny together, and um, you know, like talk about science, education, technology, different conferences we attend, where we present, uh, how we work with teachers, and you know, hopefully this is something that you know makes you laugh, makes you think about like yourself as a parent, as an educator, um, that kind of uh, person that, you know, just is excited to do what you do. And uh, I think for us, we want to get kids excited about this type of like social media platform uh, where they can kind of do these different things. Uh, but yeah, so that's where we want the direction of the Nailed It Wall to go. Yeah, we just want to connect, you know. We hope that we have something to offer and uh, we really are excited to share our journey with you guys. All right, well, tune in next week for episode two. Every Tuesday, we're going to upload a new episode of The Nailed It Wall. Goodbye for now. If you can't get enough of The Nailed It Wall, we love Twitter. Search us both on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Lane, STEM Guy. And you can find me at a positive proton. Nailed, Nailed it! it.